0: The problem, though, is it's hard to stay consistent and it's hard to do the same things over and over and over and over again when you're switching it up. Society is not lazy, but we are because things are too convenient. There's too much information, things are distracting, and things are too convenient, and it's really, really hard. And so having the desire and wanting to change is not enough. It's not enough. What's up everybody? My name is Coach Stefan. Welcome to the Everyday Pursuit podcast. What's up? If you listened to last episode, I'm just going to apologize because I tried to do it with a wireless mic and it wasn't working. So we're going back to the OG and we also got a second camera. So it should make things a little bit better on video. Maybe I'll get a third. I don't know. As the podcast grows, I like doing it. It's fun, but that's not really what this is about. This episode is diving into how to take actionable steps towards wanting the things that we want. And I'm going to break that down because I know that's a little bit confusing. I probably could have said that a little bit differently. But here's the premise. People go through their whole life and they say, I want, and fill in the blank, I want a better marriage. I want a six pack. I want to be rich. I want, want, want. And I get it. Like We are selfish human beings. We probably think about the things we want. At all times. But even if it was a selfless act and you said, I want to help that person, I want this to be better. I think like what happens a lot of the times, good intentions or not, is we have these desires and the desires don't always add up to what actually is going to happen, right? Like in my heart, I want there to be no pain in the world. I want there to be nothing negative. But guess what? The chances are there's still going to be. And I I can only do so much about it. And I'm not going to really get into it too much on this topic you're like oh you could donate you could volunteer but like not that one person doesn't make a difference but you can only do so much but i think every person would agree like they want less pain or less suffering or less war or less whatever right and it sucks because sometimes we can't really do a lot about all the crap going on but the one thing we can do obviously is is worry about yourself and i i mean that in a non selfish way but like you can worry about making yourself a better person so Hopefully you can help other people. And maybe, I mean, let's just let's just go close to home. Maybe it's you being a better dad, better spouse, better friend, better brother, sister, whatever. Like in order to do that, you have to become a better version of yourself. And as a fitness coach, I hear people all the time say that they want things with their health and fitness. They want more energy. They want to feel better. They want to look better. They want, 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 want. And the reality is almost nobody's really willing to do what it takes. And there's a couple of categories. Number one, somebody really doesn't know what it takes. Okay. There are people that are like, I, I want to have a six pack. And they say that, and they do really want it, but they have no idea what comes with it. And then there's a the second category of people that say, I want a six pack and they know what comes with it. And, and this is what kills me. They're not willing to change their narrative. Like they'll say, no, I want that. And I'm like, well, why don't your actions line up? And there's not a really good answer. And the problem is, I think internally, this starts to lower your confidence and it starts to make something that could be realistic seem like a pipe dream because you're like, I want this thing and I'm not willing to do the work, but the desire is going to still be there. So the more I just say that and repeat that in my head and I, and I feel that and I think that it becomes kind of a pipe dream. Like example, if you're like, I, I would love to be a millionaire if you joke around about it. Well, like, the more you do that, the more you say, Oh, I want this, I want this, and you don't take action. It actually starts to become just a dream, just a fantasy. Oh, if you won the lottery, there's a lot of millionaires out there. And I know that seems weird, but I, I say it on a lot of episodes. I do think the internal conversation we have with ourselves, that in- internal narrative and dialogue is extremely powerful. And that's something that I'm trying to work on. But I, I think the problem too is we have a society that, there's a couple things. Number one, there's way too much information. Like way, way, way too much information. Social media has brought a lot of good, but it's actually kind of destroyed society in the fact that we have more information than ever before times a million, right? Like there's so much freaking information, but the problem is it's hard to know how to apply it because there's so much. It's the paralysis by analysis. And the second thing is distraction. Like, we can't even focus on one thing long enough to accomplish it. So I don't really think society's become lazy. Like, I was going to come on here and be like, you guys need to work harder and like blah, 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 and mindset. And there's some of that. Some of you guys say you want shit and you just say it and you're not willing to work for it. And that's, I mean, that's on you. But I will say that probably most of the things you want are very achievable, but you have to put in the work. But that's not what this is. It's just to make you aware. So, we are very distracted. I mean, think about how social media works. Okay. Right now, maybe you're watching this on a reel, maybe you're watching it on YouTube, whatever. Obviously, if you follow me, probably through social media. So, we're watching this video that might be extremely informative. And instead of like watching it and taking notes and like writing down stuff and like actually trying it, I mean, imagine if I'm like, hey, if you want to lose 10 pounds, you should do intermittent fasting and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wow, that's great information. Let me pause it. Let me take some notes let me research intermittent fasting. How do I implement that? Maybe you're DMing me and asking me a question and then you're going to go try it for a week and weigh your food. There's none of that. You're just like, oh, that's really good. Next. Oh, that's super informative. Next. Like that does nothing. Now, maybe you're just watching social media for entertainment, but if you're watching me and following me in any capacity, I hope it's because you have a goal because you want something, right? You want something. You want to lose fat, You want to build muscle. You want to increase your performance. You want to do all three like we do to our clients. Maybe that's it. It's probably it. So you you have these desires. You want to achieve things. Why is there no actionable step? And I will say it's the world we live in. I mean, I consume, I'll be the first to admit, I consume a lot of information. That's probably really good, but I consume too much. I consume too much. Okay, if you're one of these people, I'm sorry. But it's like these book, I don't even know what they're called, book, not bookworms, but like people that basically read success self-help books. It's really big in like the entrepreneurial world. People are like, I read this book and this book. I read 20 books this year. And there's a guy, which I have probably mentioned before, Alex Ramosi, great, uh, you know, has a podcast that's great, fitness entrepreneur, has written a lot of good books. And he says, I believe him too, that he will take one book. And he will just like reread it until he basically knows that book by heart. Like he'll read the same book five or six or seven or eight or nine times. That's actually something that I have been striving to do because I feel like in my previous past, I'd read four books and I never actually like dissect the book. I mean, I can name three or four books that I've read that I know are good, but I don't know what information I've really like applied. I mean, maybe one thing. But I bet you if I would have just stuck to one book and dissected it and took notes and tried things and like really just sat quietly with myself and figured things out. I'm like, okay, how's it going to work? Okay, I could do this and I could do this and strategize. The problem is we live in a society where there's so much noise. There's so much noise. Like, and, and it's cool to be like, I did all this stuff. I did all this, but did it, did it even work? I think there's a combination right now. I guess, I I guess I'm going to say a third thing. Society is not lazy, but we are because things are too convenient. There's too much information. Things are distracting and things are too convenient. And it's really, really hard. And so having the desire and wanting to change is not enough. It's not enough. Like that's okay, but it's not enough. I I would imagine 50 years ago, a kid would be like, I want this toy or I want this car when I'm older. And he just like saves up and he's just laser focused and he just focused on that. And that's all he's doing. He goes to work and it's just like that one thing and he's working towards it and he's working hard towards it. Dude, I mean, he didn't have the things that we have now where we like get on our phone because we were like, ah, oh, I'm bored of entertainment. And we're just like marketed, 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 marketed. I imagine it's harder to save up your money. We're getting all these great ads and all this marketing thing and we're impulse buying even more. And, and the reason I'm comparing that to fitness is because you guys are distracted you would probably have good results if you could stick to one thing long enough, which is why basically every fitness influencer says, "Ah, oh, consistency is key, which it is. The problem though is it's hard to stay consistent and it's hard to do the same things over and over and over and over again when you're switching it up. And I hear it more than, I like to admit, people go, well, I got bored. I got bored with my fitness routine. I got bored with my food. I'm gonna tell you right now, That fitness routines were not supposed to be changed every week. Okay. Even for me, and I I get it, being bored is a real thing. Like I've been lifting for 16, 17 years, and I want to change my workouts up slightly every six to eight weeks, which is pretty doable. But some people can't stay that long. Like if you had like four day split and it was exact same for six weeks, a lot of people can't do that. They go, Oh, again. And I'm like, yeah, it's called progressive overload. You have to show the same stimulus to your body if you want to get stronger. But a lot of people can't do that. Oh, I got to eat the same food over again. Everything I eat has to be just super exciting and the most delicious, tasty thing. Yeah, because we have food marketing where every drink has to be the perfect flavor and sweet and every chip has to be the perfect salt and crisp. And, and then so when you eat, I'm not telling you to eat this, but when you eat chicken, broccoli and rice, you're like, oh, it's boring. Food wasn't supposed to always be the most entertaining, delicious, awesome thing. Sometimes food was just supposed to be food, like just to fuel your body, just to do it. And the people that are the most successful with anything can master the simple and the boring because they want to change. They still, they have that desire, but the desire also comes with the follow-up, which is, "I I want to change. But I understand in order to change, it takes consistent, boring ass work over and over and over again, whether I feel like it or not. What do you know? That's like the theme of this podcast, doing things regardless of how you feel. And that's what keeps success. Like, I don't want to do the same leg day over and over again, but I know if I always switch it up because... I'm bored of that routine, then I'm not going to progressively overload my muscles. And they're not going to have time to adapt. And I'm not going to hit PRs or gain my strength. Although I could switch up nutrition all the time, I'm probably not going to be very accurate because if I'm eating like a different breakfast every single day, unless I guess you're tracking all your macros, you could do that. But nobody I know out of hundreds and hundreds of people in our program eat different stuff every day and are accurate and consistent in their nutrition. It doesn't exist. And if it did exist, it would be so much more work for you. And if you make things way harder and way more work, it's harder to continue to do it and be consistent, and that's what you need to do to be successful. A couple things that I I'm going to give you guys some tangibles that I have done. Number 1 is I have not taken in as much information. When I started this business, which I'll just, I'll go into that a little bit. I got this business coach and I got a course and I went and I paid a lot of money for it. And I completed 10% of the course before I did very well. And the company that I hired to coach me, hired me to coach and sell for them in three months. Because I knew this is coming out of college where you get all this, a lot of pointless information. There's some good stuff in there, but A lot of pointless information, right? You only use so much of it. So I said, just, I know what my discrepancies are. I I feel like I know, and I knew this industry well, but I'm like, I know there's some things that I need to know. Those are all I need to know because I know what's going to drive the business and push the needle forward. And I just need that. I don't want any of the other fluff. I just need the things because I know that it's not about more information. It's about action. I made it 10% through the course sales, client delivery, and marketing. That's all I needed to know. Just how to set things up. And to this day, I still have only completed 10% of that course. And they email me all the time. I was like, I don't need it. It's interesting, but I don't need it. It's not because I'm a badass or I know more. I just was like, I only need to know a certain amount of things. And then if I just do it consistently, and guess what? After I did it, repetition shows your cracks, right? I did it and I did it and I did it and it worked and it got me some success. And then I go, ooh, Man, why am I doing it this way? But I'm only going to know that after 100 reps, 1,000 reps. And then I'm like, oh, wow, that worked, but now the system broke. Okay, well, I'm going to fix this and I'm going to do that. Oh, well, now that didn't work, so I'm going to fix this. I think a lot of you just assume that you need a million things before you get started, which I know sounds weird from somebody that sells online fitness programming. But there's people that are successful without having all the information. And I, I know it because... A lot of our clients, when they first join, do you think, and they work with us for 12 months or longer, do you think the person knows everything week one? Do you think two months into the program, they know all, all the answers to their questions? No. Yet a lot of them make really good physical progress in the first couple of months. How? Because we're like, all right, do this, this, and this. Just step one, two, three for now. Just do action on the things that push the needle forward the most. All the other shit, forget about it. What do you know? They start getting results. Well, this is maybe even information that they had in the first place. I mean, they're probably on a more solid program. They have consistency because they have accountability and a coach to talk to and whatever. But like, they're still going to the gym. They're still eating healthy. And those are things they probably knew before. But a lot of them are paralysis by analysis. They feel like they can't take action because there's there's just so much information, which there is, and it's confusing. So you got to navigate that and just focus. And you also have to, at some point, be like, I have enough information for now to crush it. Like this is good enough for now for me to take action and consistent action because I know it's not about having the most information. It's literally about just a little bit of information and doing it really well a lot and consistently. And that is literally what has made my business grow just this year alone, 56%. How do I get that growth? Because I don't need every little thing. And then when the business does grow or when you lose the weight, then and only then. Can you focus on the minute ass details? Because then they matter. You've lost all the weight and you're shredded. Okay, well, now we can talk about eating timing and what supplements to take on what day and like this phase. And when you start peeling back the layers of the onion because now you've earned the right to worry about it because you've already lost all the weight. You're already down to the body fat you want. You already have a lot of the muscle. And the thing too is as you get in better shape, as your business grows, sometimes progress is just, it's not as noticeable, right? Because you're already at the shape you want. You're already, you know, in a bigger business. And the reason I'm comparing it is because there's so many examples that I feel like are hand in hand. But hopefully that makes sense. So I just laser focused. That'd be the number one thing. Um, number two, and I don't even know if I said it, but like number two. Not only the laser focus and just put blinders on, but just pick out whatever information you need. And then number three, and this is probably the most important, because even if you're like, all right, these, these, I'm going to pick that, that, and that, and that's the most important thing. Cool. All right. And then you have to put your blinders on because remember, you have the information, but now you have distractions, right? Because a lot of you guys know you're supposed to eat healthy and do this and do this. Well, why can't you do it? Because you get distracted. You might even do it for, I, I hear some people go, oh, I went to the gym for a week, but then I stopped. And they think it's because of motivation. A lot of the times it's it's not. I will argue it and I will say it's because you got distracted. Well, what did you do besides go to the gym? Oh, I, I watched Netflix. Well, maybe it was an avoidant thing, but like, why Netflix? Oh, well, this really good show is on. Oh, distraction. If you actually had a goal that was super important to you, you would eat, breathe and sleep it and it would be the most important thing and you're passionate about it and nothing else matters. I did that with my business and I worked my ass off and I think about it and sometimes I dream about it. And not because I'm stressed, because I'm, I'm driven and I love it. And I see people do that in our program. I've actually seen people join and like, you can tell by the way they talk about their, their fitness program. Like this is the one of the most important things in their life. All their focus is on it. All their intention, attention. They have zero distractions. They have just chosen to just put blinders on, put their head down and just charge. And that is, that's the most important thing for them. And it's hard to stop a person like that. Because like l- normally, like people that fall off the wagon, it's easy. Like, oh, I had a bad week. These people don't care. They're like, oh yeah, that I did have a bad week. All right, this is still my goal. I don't care. Like, ooh, whoop-de-doo, back on it. Like, they're just, you're like, how are you so focused? How are you so determined? It's just important. And I basically just decided what information I needed. I decided, obviously, that it's important, but I, I picked a couple things. I put my head down, zero distractions. And then the third thing that's the most important is figuring out how to continue to show up. Even if you get beat up, even if you mess up, even if you have a bad week, even if something goes bad in business, how do you continue to show up? Well, it's twofold. So I guess three and four, but I say three. So how do you show up, which is basically consistency? Well, I would say that it's you, you have to have a why. You have to have something that's super important to you. For me and business, it's I want to make an impact. I think the older I get, I realize that like everybody's going to die. Uh, I just turned 33, and every year I get older. I'm no, I'm still young, but every year I get older. I know that there's an end, and I feel like this world is very big, and life is very short. And I want to make an impact and leave something, some lo- some legacy to my sons and who I am before I'm off the face of this earth. Which I know sounds morbid, but like that's really it. It, it is. Am I driven by other things? Sure, I want to be successful, and I I want to have a life where I can work from home and I want to make a lot of money like everybody and I want all those things. But I also realize like it has to be deeper than that. And so for your fitness journey, I don't think it should just be about looking good naked. I mean, more power to you, but I think it's really easy to fall off the wagon. I think it's easy when you only have a couple whys. I think when you have a lot of whys and a lot of drive, it is way easier to stay consistent and it's hard for people to push you off track. And then I would say on top of that, it's having having Other things that keep you accountable. Let me give you some insight. We have six employees at Pursuit. Okay. We have three now, three, well, four awesome coaches, some other staff members, and I love my job and I love these people. Does being in charge of employees add stress? Yes, it does. But let me give you some insight. I love that the business isn't just me because when I feel like giving up, when shit gets really, really hard, I feel like I don't have a choice because everybody depends on me. And I've, all my coaches, by the way, like a lot of them quit their other jobs to do this full-time and have been for years. And so this eats their, feeds their family, man. This is this is it. This is their business. Do you think when I think about bitching out and quitting that I think about that shit? Yes, all the time. So number one, that holds me accountable. And that's exactly why I tell people, put something down. Like, and more is the better. If you can pay for a program, if you can post on social media and tell people you're starting a program. If you could tell your wife and, and whatever to hold you accountable. If you have kids, which you don't have to, but if you have kids, I think all that stuff drives you because you feel like you're, if you quit, you're letting everybody down. Good, good. You should. I hope you feel terrible because you know what that's going to do? That's going to make it so you don't quit. That's the whole point. You get everybody to depend on you. I, I used to have this client that ran really hard races, ultra marathons, And he would tell everybody for months because he knows that when he was racing and the demons come in and he's like 30, 40 miles in and he's like having deep internal conversations and he's in pain and it's miserable. He's like, everybody's gonna, he said this, everybody's gonna call me a bitch. Everybody is gonna mock me and make fun of me. And like that got him through the races. Crazy, right? And and good because the more pressure you feel like, What would happen if I quit? You need that. Why do you think people don't go to the gym when they have no accountability? Because when you don't go to the gym, nobody knows but you. Well, why can you get away with that? Like, why do you allow yourself to get away with that? Because you're not, you're, you don't care if you let yourself down. And I'm the same way. It's not me shitting on you. You don't care if you let yourself down. Because if you did, you would, like, why would you be more accountable with, with other people? And I just think that's the way humans work. When we have other people relying on us, so I just get an arsenal of things to, to make me, I, I realize, like, yes, I can want things all day long, but here's here's the coolest part about, about this like equation, right? You pick a couple things just, and you might say, well, how do I know what things push the needle forward? Ask people that have done what you want to do. Let me say that again. How do you push the needle forward in your marriage, in your career, in fitness, in a finance? Best advice is find somebody that has what you want. Find somebody that's jacked. Find somebody that has an awesome marriage. Find somebody that's a mentor that's rich and got rich the way you want and ask them, what are the most important things that I should focus on? And then just trust that that person knows what they're doing and you just do it. Then you need to remove as many distractions as possible. Like I I don't have the balls to do this, but I wish I did. I want to almost like get rid of my TV for an entire year. Like, think about that. If you just threw your TV in the trash, you had no television, no phone for a year, besides what you needed to like, if you had an online business or whatever. I know that a computer is important, but like, think what you could create. Think what business you could start. Zero distraction. Insane. I'm getting excited thinking about it. Maybe I should throw my TV in the trash. But the whole point is, when we get focused, big things happen. Big ass things happen. If we're distracted, Doesn't even matter if you have the if you have it, you won't do it because you're just, oh, get pulled this way. I get bored. I, oh, this and this and this. Now you just got to grind. Finding a couple of things, putting your blinders on, and then doing it consistently by having a lot of whys and a lot of accountability. Because then you go from like wanting things to actually saying, okay, so I want this. And here's the equation that gets me what I want in life. It's a beautiful, I should probably name this equation, but that's how I think of things. There's actually as real life examples that are applicable. Like for me, and I've kind of been pretty open about this and stuff on my podcast, like owning a business is hard with a family. Like it's hard. My marriage has struggled in the past. Me being a parent has struggled because I work a lot and I work from home, which the dynamic can be weird. Cause like I'm recording this in my office and my podcast and my family's out there and I can hear them and they're kind of distracting me. And like, that's the point. Like, it's not easy. So guess what guys? I'm like, okay, so If that's the most important thing, like if I want to improve my marriage, okay, so I need to find out what is the most important thing that I should be focusing on. And I asked my counselor and I asked my therapist, I asked people with healthy marriages. I go, okay, cool. I got them. It doesn't have to be three things. It can be five things, whatever. Just not a lot. Cool. And then I just figured out how to implement those things consistently, simply, so I could continue to do them over and over and over and over again. I'm like, okay, I want a better marriage. I want to be a better parent. And then I'm like, oh my God, these things are coming true. Oh, but there's distractions. Oh, but there's this. And that's where the blinders come in. And you're like, nope, I'm just focusing on that. It's called also just being present. Nope. During the date, I'm just doing this. I'm playing football with my son. My phone's away. I'm just doing this. I'm putting my blinders on because well, everybody wants my attention. All of TikTok and Instagram and the whole world, especially being a business owner and a parent, but even whatever, like everybody wants your attention. You, 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 you got to put your blinders And then the third thing is I have accountability, preferably outside accountability. When I have somebody I talk to every week on FaceTime, ask me, hey, bro, how's it going? How's your life? How's your marriage? How's your kids? Like, man, he holds me accountable. He checks in on me and I love it because I need that. Then I also check in with my wife and I also even check in with my son and I also check in with my team. Hey, I have my COO. Hey, how am I doing, bro? Honest truth table. Because I need that. I need that extra form of accountability, and it, and I'm realizing now that you know as I grow older that this is the like this general thing can help me have success in almost every area I want. You just can't do everything at once, which goes back to the whole buckets of life. If if you haven't listened to the episode, listen to the five buckets of life because it is hard. It's hard to sit there and be like, okay, so Stefan, I'm going to pick a couple things. I'm going to put my blinders on. I'm going to focus. I'm going to have accountability. Got it. I do that with fitness. Well, how can I focus on this too? And how can I do it with this too? You can't do everything at once. You have to decide what the most important thing is. And usually, what I would say is, what's the shittiest area in your life? And not always, but like that's probably what you should focus on. And if you have no money in your account, just pause this and go f- figure out a way to make more money. <laughs> if you're 70 pounds overweight and you had a bad doctor visit and you're struggling, yeah, you probably need to focus on health. You probably need to back up. Like, stop getting overtime. Figure out, use that time to get yourself healthier. So that's how I did it. And and again, you get to a really cool place in your life where you're actually able to, not that all my areas are even and not that all of them are great. For me, just to tell you the five buckets, if you haven't listened to it, it's for me, faith, family, fitness, finance, and friends, right? And those are the five Fs and those are my buckets. So now I'm at a point where I've done a lot, of, a lot of work, not at the same time, not at the same time. Because the people that come in our program that are successful are like, this is, my, this is my one thing. For the next year, this is number one, one of the top priorities. And this is just a side thing. I can tell because they're inconsistent. They don't track their stuff. It doesn't matter. And guess what? The results show. But now I've gotten to the point where I've taken care of myself. And so if my fitness starts to slip, because I'm not even perfect as a coach, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna back off in this area a little bit. I'm gonna give it a little bit more to fitness. Oh, you know, I haven't been as good at like going to date night and doing some stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend a little more time with my wife and do this. Oh, you know, I probably should do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. And that's life. And life is like shifting and moving and oh, like going here and coming back, like all the time. It's fluid. But what happens is we neglect one area so, so, so much that certain areas just become like almost unsalvageable. And I feel like that's when the internal, to to wrap it all up, I feel like that's when the internal dialogue starts coming back and people start having the conversation of what they want. And this isn't, look, this could be, oh, I want to be, you know, fantasy. I want to be rich and I want a hot girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about things that people really, really desire health relationships to be loved be safe like all the like deep desired things to be happy to be joyful peaceful and i think what i've seen is people let one area go so far and they're like well i want to lose the weight i want to i want to have more energy i want this i want this it's a sad sad place now they're in a place where it's like a helpless want like they they want it and they know they freaking need it and it's like the most important thing but they're not sure how to get there. And so if that's you, if you feel like, well, I am there, I've, I've let my marriage, go. I've let man, my fitness go, holy moly, I just haven't given a shit for so long. If that's you, there's a way to do it. It's the equation I just said, and it's not easy. And in fact, obviously, if that area is a lot worse, it's worse. It's way more difficult. But if you can do that, If you can pick a couple of things, Stefan, what pushes the needle forward? Okay, teach me the most important thing about diet. Teach me the most important thing about exercise. Okay, teach me the most important thing about scheduling so I can stay consistent. I'm going to get rid of the distractions. I know I was doing this and this and this before, but I'm going to allocate that time and I'm going to be focused on this and get in shape. Cool, now you get a program and you have accountability and you do that. And if your marriage sucks, you're like, all right, talk to your wife, sit down, go to a counselor, figure out, hey, what strategize, what... What things should we be working on? What things should we be doing? And then you do it and you have accountability. Well, if you want to be successful, all right, you know what? I hate my job. I'm going to quit this and I'm going to, you know, whatever. I'm going to start a business. Okay, I need to find someone that, that has done what I want to do. Take them to coffee, go to lunch with them, figure out what it is. All right, now, again, get out distractions. All right, no phone. No, I'm going to only do 30 minutes of Netflix. All that extra time I'm going to put towards work and blah, blah, blah. And guess what? I did that. And I've done all three of those things. I've done that with my fitness. I've done that with my marriage. I've done that with the business. All three things where I had to pick the most important things. I had to get rid of distractions. I had to put my freaking blinders on. And I had to make sure that I had a bunch of why behind what I did and have accountability because I'm not perfect and I slip up. And I knew that if I fell off the wagon, I do not want to stay off of it because what is important to me is important to me. And I knew that wanting to change wasn't enough. I knew that there were things that needed to go behind it. And the more I told myself, I want this and I want this and I wish I had this lifestyle and I wish I had this, but I didn't freaking actually take action, I would lose confidence. I would lose respect for myself every day. And I didn't want to be on my deathbed at whatever years old being like, wow, my whole life was me just talking about all the shit I wanted. And I actually never took consistent action. And internally, I was actually just really lazy. And I just, I could have, but I was too busy watching Netflix. "Ah, I could have, but like that TikTok was really good. Or I could have, but like my favorite football team really needed me to cheer them on in my living room when they don't know I exist. That's not a total shot if you watch football. I like football. Um, But like things that aren't important, think about what it's going to be like when you're older. What legacy are you going to live? What life did you want to live? Think about your life, quality of your freaking life right now. So again, wanting to change isn't enough. You have to take action. And these, this is just my opinion. These are just things that help me, that I've seen, me and my team have seen coaching tons of people that come through. And I know I'm getting a little repetitive. So this is from the bottom of my heart. I, I know that this works. I know if you can do that, but I know it's hard. I know it is extremely challenging. And that's why I always get help. Yes, I, Stefan, I always get help in every area. I don't care. I'm not prideful. I would love to get help. I would love somebody that's been through what I've been through, that's more wise than me. I would love that. You know why? Because I wanna get there. I don't wanna have to suffer any more discomfort than I need to. And I also, it feels good. It feels good having somebody by your side. People are not meant to be alone. People are not meant to go through things alone. And I don't really think people are meant to do things alone. I think people work better in a community, for sure. And so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I need that. I I need to just get focused. I've been distracted. I've been inconsistent. Hit me up, okay? There, I'm going to drop a link to our website in the show notes. It's uh, thepursuehp.com. You can go to just type it in, whatever. Check us out on social media. I have a lot of stuff there. There's obviously other episodes in this podcast. But there's a bo- uh, call to book up with a coach. Check out our transformations, our testimonials. And I'd love to to chat with you and see if you'd be a good fit. Because I do know though, if you can change your mindset to stop having the conversations with like these fantasy wants to where when you say things, it actually could be a, a real near future reality for you. For me, it gets me excited to live. Life gets a little more exciting. So. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Hopefully this episode lit a little fire under your butt. Hopefully it was insightful. I know 35 minutes of hearing me talk about my theories and and life can be exhausting, but I I hope you uh, continue to support the podcast. If you can like, comment, subscribe, or even give us a rating, that would be awesome. I'm coming out with these every week. I love you guys and we'll talk to you next time.